I was going to start lifting this week, but guess I can't do that because I got a splinter. Man, stop. <laughs> I have an injury. Yeah. Punch. Punch. It's Monday, and people have been pissed on. A lot of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. In Girls Trip. In Girls Trip. We saw Girls Trip over the weekend, and let me tell you something. <laughs> that movie fucking rocks. It is Unbelievable. I was so I was at Kendrick on Saturday and you texted me saying like just saw Girl Trip Girls Trip, like it's like legitimately fucking amazing. And I was like really excited and I was like, wow, like this is I'm I'm glad. Like it killed. We thought it was gonna be good, awesome. And then I saw it today and I was still having been told like it's amazing. This is like a really fucking <laughs> awesome movie. I was still like, holy shit, that was so fucking good. I walked out of the theater with like a little bit of fear because we we like are we go hard in on movies mm-hmm. from way bo- like before Baywatch, we were like Baywatch is gonna be great. Yeah. Uh and we dug in on this uh Black Bachelorette party yeah, movie. We had it circled months for a ago. While. Yeah. Months ago. And we were like, all right, this one's gonna be the good one. Yeah. And we said the first one sucked. Yeah. It did suck. Uh this one we were going to say it was good no matter what, so very, very, now very I'm true. kind of fearful that people won't believe us when we say this is an amazing movie, but this is an amazing movie. <laughs> it is, I mean, it's re- so it's about four friends, um, and one t- to say that one person makes the movie is a disservice to oh, everyone who's not. in it, Yeah, but one person is so fucking good in it that it just fucking blows you away. Um, what's her face's character? Um, Dina. Dina. Tiffany Haddish? Tiffany Haddish is the actress that plays her, and she should honestly win a fucking Grammy, Oscar, Tony, everything for this fucking role, because she killed it. It was amazing. She's, like, a borderline unbelievable (laughs) person, but she's, like, just realistic enough like oh she like dude you, she's like, my sister you oh really oh, absolutely she's really? my sister really yeah. yeah just like she's a real person just like that crazy yep. to the max yes that is my anybody who knows my sister knows that my sister's fucking insane like she is like infamous in waltham wow for being a, her and her group of friends are fucking psychos that is fucking hilarious so uh that's kind of because i was one so actually that's funny that you say that, that like you know someone like that in your life. Because yeah. everyone knows people who are like Different. off the wall yeah. and just like just like wild children. Mm-hmm. But I was as I was watching this, I was like, this seems like the most fun person in the world. But, but also would the, like, I want them to be like don't one want of my them closest in my life. friends? Don't want them in my because life because you have to fucking worry every time you go out that they're gonna fly off the handle. Exactly, because that grenade is gonna <laughs> explode time yes. and time again. Uh that was my big takeaway from this movie is that well, at, compared to the first one, the the White Bachelorette Party, like nobody in that White Bachelorette Party movie was a realistic person. Right. And this one, these are all like super realistic people. Yeah. Um I my big takeaway was the uh, and th- this is the only area where I'll kind of poke fun at the movie because otherwise it was perfectly done. Um, the main character is basically Oprah. Is like yeah, they they call her the next coming of Oprah, and she's married to uh, a famous ex athlete, and uh, their shtick is you can have it all, and they have a book that's called You Can Have It All. And they're in talks to have a TV show about having it all. Basically, uh, 
advertising the perfect life. Right. And I'm like, well, I'm like, is somebody going to explain what have it all means? Like, because it just kind of seems like, like they're rich married. and married. <laughs> yes. And that's kind of it. I know a lot of people who are rich and married. That's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, my, my big complaint was that it's pretty predictable. Like, the plot is super predictable. But yeah. it, you're able to overcome that because it's just so fucking funny all the way through. But and the end of it is so this one can be spoiled for sure. Um, bunch of girls go on a trip. One of them finds out that uh, their husband is cheating on them, and there's a lot of back and forth between should she take him back? Should he? Should she stand up for herself? We're not going to spoil it for you. You can probably guess what she does. And the, when she finally does do it, because I was thinking, I was like. It's so obvious that this is going to happen. That she's deliver. going to tell him to like fuck off. Like that. It's that I I wasn't even looking forward to that moment because right. I was like I, I, I already just know. all fucking know what's going to happen. But the it way it fucking happened, delivers. The way it happened fucking delivered. Uh, the my favorite part of the movie. I think everybody's favorite part of the movie will be actually. There's like ten different. Ones. There are like five different scenes where you're like, holy fuck! I didn't. My eyes did not just <laughs> yeah. actually see what I think I just saw. You've got a uh, homeless dude jumping up against glass uh, with his naked. dick out. Yep. You've got uh, you get more dick in a this guy movie than having you get boobs. I know, which is kind of a shame because Dina was quite hot, mm-hmm. and there was for There's, she she was a flashing kind of yeah. She was talking a big game about. I also wanted to see boobies. that. I was also hoping that they were going to show that giant dick, but they didn't do that. Uh, well, they they kind of they insin- they 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 put the dick in your mind, yeah. without you seeing it. Um, after him, after he'd been double grapefruited. You know that's a real thing, grapefruiting. Yes. yes. Have you seen the YouTube video? I'm afraid no. There is a YouTube video actually demonstrating how to grapefruit somebody's dick, and well, it's somehow it's funnier than the actual scene in the movie. Well, oh, the with the scene where she demonstrates yes, it, yeah. Oh, I th- it's funnier than the the, the movie scene <laughs> the because part, it's taken seriously in the YouTube video. The part where she's uh, where she's like, "Got to gag a little bit, got to cough a little bit," makes it feel like a man. Yeah, <laughs> it was but... the funniest fucking thing. She was so fucking good. But uh, so my, my favorite. So again, there are like several parts that you're like, "What the f-? like?" I cannot <laughs> believe someone thought to make this happen, <laughs> and now it's in front of my face. Uh, was when. Uh, after they find out that the guy had cheated on the girl, uh, Dina, the the crazy one, is uh, she just? It's one of the uh, like a Judd Apatow movie where they're just standing there and uh, they're just kind of taking a million passes at making one joke, mm-hmm. and she's saying like, "If I like the next time I see him, I'm gonna," and it's just her saying like, "Saying I'm gonna do this to him, I'm gonna do this to him, I'm gonna do this to him," and the things that she said she was gonna do. To this guy's husband were fucking hilarious. That scene lasted like four minutes long. Right. Just her rattling off things that she's going to, illegal things that she's right. going to do. One of them, she says, the like, assault. she's <laughs> like, I'm going to stick my hand up his ass, I'm going to do this, and, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to stick this. my finger up his ass again and see how see how much he giggles. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. She's like, then I'm going to stick my hand, stick it back up his ass, and just make him giggle a little bit. <laughs> it's so fucking good. I was... I was grinning, How the fuck laughing, could or keep crying a straight face the during the filming of that movie. Well, it's you, wild. You, you could tell during that part, especially because they, they were just on like, her. right. <laughs> they're just like everybody else. Walk away. Like this, there's, uh, she was she was so fucking good. And Jada Pinkett Smith, just as usual, 
this, fine as heck. so like there are a lot of movies that can be funny uh, and be really funny and like it's just like a stupid humor kind of movie. Mm. This really wasn't that. Like it was, it had like a pretty good message, strong message. Like I felt proud to be a woman in this movie. And yeah, I was. I'm not a woman. Well, I mean, the part about her at the end when she says like I can only uh, when she's lying about her uh, marriage because she says because she's announcing that. Uh, the rumors that he cheated on her are not true and that they're fine, they're stronger than ever, all this shit. And then she looks into the crowd and uh, her girls had just come in and she said, like, you can lie to so many people or whatever, but you can't lie to the people like, who, that, actually know, who you. know you. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, that's such a real thing. So, like that, so she delivers a final speech at the end of the movie. It's like a keynote speech. That speech is, like, unbelievable. Yeah. Like, pretty moving. Yeah. It was, uh, they, uh, I will say, they really, uh, went to town with making the only white main character <laughs> super cultural the appropriation. Fucking worst. Yes. And I was like, you know what? That's fair. Right. We no, deserve yeah, that. Yeah, like, because <laughs> a lot of white people are going to see this movie and <laughs> hopefully they'll be, like, if be they like, do. I do that. If they do it like that, like, I mean, I say like "yo" and everything, and I, I, I talk how my friends talk, or whatever. I, I don't think I'm trying to. to it's her character, basically, as uh, one of the characters in it says to her, like scours Urban Dictionary yeah. and like looks for memes and tries to say things like that. And she says to her, like, like I kind of need you to kind of stay, stay to, in your lane. Yeah, you know, so stay in Love your our lane. Ball it. Exactly. And uh, she's like, "Oh, okay, I totally understand." And then uh, she said, she's like, all right, well, I'll see you later. And she goes, girl, bye. <laughs> so fucking bad. <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, it's a tremendous It's a great movie. movie. You should all go see it. The one thing I'm not going to give away. So, <laughs> so uh, you, see the, uh, you see the pissing scene in the preview. Yeah. I'm not going to give away the full pissing scene. But that was so. It's it's there's more to there's, that. Yeah, than there's you think. there's somehow like I wasn't expecting to laugh at that scene because I'd seen it in the preview, right? And I, and still I was at dying because yeah. the the second leg of that joke was fucking and, and like just just the fact that all those girls played so well off of each other. Yeah. in that movie, it felt like a real crew, and yeah. it, they all played their their roles, their respective roles, really really well, and it was all so believable, and the humor was just unbelievable. Yeah. It was so great. There was, yeah, it was, it was also a movie where you kind of keep a running narrative in your head where like you, like, you know, if you're watching like a horror movie or something and you're like, why are you fucking going in there? You know, you're doing that. It's, there's like a lot of like gut check times for the characters where you're like oh fuck how are they going to handle this what are you going to do like uh, Queen Latifah's character is put in a couple uh, moral sticky situations yeah sticky situations Um, the main character has to figure out how to approach everything with her husband and they're like I just found myself like so many times like borderline speaking out loud of like well no you can't do that no you know (laughs) it was I will say the when I went to see it on Friday night? Friday night? Uh, right? No. Saturday night. I went to see it on Saturday night. 
The crowd was awesome. Really? Oh yeah. My crowd was actually uh, pretty good too. We were we were clapping hard at the uh, at the end of that. We got shit. like a lot of yelling out loud towards the movie screen, like a lot of snaps when hot guys came on. I was uh, I was into it. It was a great uh, atmosphere for to watch a movie. Really? Oh yeah. They um, yeah. It was uh, it there wasn't like a lot of yelling or. Whatever, but there was definitely a lot of like, especially with the uh, artists that they had. Like mm-hmm. they had Mariah Carey, yeah. they had uh, Neo, they had like just like a, a bunch of a bunch of artists, and um, there were <laughs> people in my row were like doing the corresponding dance moves and everything. Oh, like really? they were real. Like they it it was just like throw. Like I, I had like a bunch of like forty year old women in my row that. Especially like a lot of the throwback stuff they were playing, they it was just like it was just. I had a lot of um, like validations when something would happen on screen. I'd hear like up front, and they'd be like, "Yeah, really, yeah." <laughs> so there was a lot of agreements, a lot of validations nice. of the content on the screen. So I thought that was hilarious. It's weird because I'm starting to find that I like going to packed theaters. I do, I do too. But I like when like uh, I don't know. It's it's tough. It's, like it depends on it, my seat if it's I a see, comedy, it yeah. it enhances the experience. Like yeah. you don't want to be alone in a in a theater for like a comedy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and because you're not gonna like it as much, you're not gonna laugh as many times. Right, you're not gonna. Like I said, it it enhances the experience when uh, when people around you are having like a a, a live reaction to yeah. like humor. It's yeah, funny. like I like with with Get Out. I, I feel bad for people who didn't see it in theaters because, like, it was like everybody people fucking like gets gasp. in and buckles yeah. up. And, like, yeah, it's like going on a fucking ride together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, I, I can't say enough good things about that I'm going to watch that movie every time it's on TV. Oh, yeah, for it sure. It better be on TV a lot. For sure. I'm going to fucking run that thing into the ground. Um, also, uh, the... <laughs> Uh, oh, I wanted to make this point. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith yeah. is uh, the classic. Uh, there are a lot of women who are, I don't know how old J- Jada Pinkett Smith is, but like past her 20s where it's like, this is like the it girl, the the like hot young actress, um, which obviously Jada Pinkett Smith was. Now, Jada Pinkett Smith has like the, that's a woman yep. who's very hot now. And I can guarantee that she when was she a fox back she in her was day. like yeah. yeah that like when she was like young she was I mean, amazing she still kind of amazing oh no, no uh, absolutely she, she looked fucking awesome. also Queen Latifah has looked the exact same for like probably seventy years at this yeah, point I know how the fuck old is she I I don't know she uh, let's see so let me guess all right I'm gonna do some some. Uh, dating in my mind, I'm gonna let's see. All right, hold on. I'm gonna guess that in 1993, she was 20. So that would mean, uh, what's that? 24 years later is now 44. So she's 44, is my let's guess. Quick, quick, that shit. Yeah. I'm gonna guess she's like 50. She's 47. 47. So we're right in the middle. Wow. <laughs> Fuck. If only I if I'd 
gone one year higher, I would have won both prizes because I would have been within two hundred fifty dollars. Cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a little Price is Right humor. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. Thanks. Um. <laughs> Uh, I should say before uh, we get into friends from college, I did something right before I saw Girls Trip that I could not remember the last time I did. What's that? I wasted food. Ooh. Yeah. I, so the last time I wasted food was Nashville, and I felt bad about it. Yeah. It, 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 it feels bad. People do that all the time. They just like that's a normal that's a normal thing to them. I remember for me, I I will eat until I'm physically sick before I throw away food. Yeah, when I was a kid, I remember like that used to be a thing. Like you'd throw away food, and and your parents would get pissed. They're like, "What the fuck are you doing, man? That's (laughs) food." (laughs) (laughs) But that's like a commonplace thing for a lot of people. Is there's like, eh, I don't want to feel terrible after I leave this place, so I'm just not going to finish this, and I'm like. Aren't you supposed to feel terrible right. if you eat all of this? That's what you're supposed to do. Why? Yeah. Why are you? Isn't, like, that, that's isn't how that, eating works. That's not how you do a meal. Yeah. <laughs> you just keep putting stuff into your face. I so I texted you at the time it happened because I felt like something that uh, I felt like something that Chris Christie would get caught doing and you would make go viral. I uh, went to Kelly's roast beef, which New Englanders. I think it's just in New England, but um, New Englanders know that shit is awesome. Yep. And which one did you go to? Uh, the one in Medford, the okay. one in near uh, Station Landing, uh, so near Assembly Row. So I got a. Uh, I was like, you know what? I want some chicken fingers. But then when I was about to order, I was like, what am I not going to get? Roast beef. <laughs> so I got uh, roast beef. I decided I was like, I'll get a roast beef uh, sandwich meal and then some chicken fingers and I'll just have like a couple bites of everything and then just whatever happens, happens. And of course, because I'm me and I Alzheimer's eat, I ate the entire sandwich, all the fries and only left like three chicken fingers, and they gave me like two hundred chicken fingers. <laughs> so I, when I brought, when all the food came over, like they put it down. I texted you, and I was like, "Well, this isn't a great look." I'm sitting you by in yourself? Kelly's roast beef by myself, just <laughs> like with a full table of food. Uh, that's got to be that's like heaven, though. I got an unsweet. You were happy, tea, by the way, though, so it's okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice, man. Oh, I was happy. You were yeah. happy. I was happy. I was uh, on my phone. Um, Shopping for basketball jerseys, just uh, gotta respect that. Yeah, it was all very exciting. But yeah, I texted you and I was like, "This, but th- like, so that's something that you shouldn't feel bad about because this is what I responded to you with. Uh, when you're at Kelly's, their entire men- they're so good, and their entire menu is always things that you want to eat. Yes, that was a so when as soon as you as soon as I got that text, I was like, "Oh yeah, right, yeah, this is this is okay. Yeah, like, I, totally I, like, fine. I wasn't worried after yeah. that." Um, but God, yeah, it was awesome. But as I was like, but you also t- you also texted me saying like, when people ask me Five Guys or In and Out, I say Kelly's. That's like that that doesn't apply. That's like somebody asking you. That's like, what the joke is. Oh, that's all like when, oh, okay. when when people are like, oh, are you like are, are you Five Guys or are you In and Out or are you blah blah? And I'm like, I like to get the the French fries and the the little sandwich <laughs> at Kelly's. I like their barbecue sauce. That's like somebody being like, do you like Applebee's or Chili's? And you say... Like, I like the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I like America. I like the food court. I like the troops. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, but it, it it felt weird. It was like, you know, in um, in TV shows when uh, people are fighting over something and they, they can't decide who gets to keep this thing. Mm-hmm. And then one person's like, all right, you can keep it. And then they're like, oh, thank you. And they're giving it to them. And the, the other person's like, are you going to let go? And then there's like the laugh track and everything. Uh, that's what it was like when I was throwing away the food, because I was like, it's like stuck to your hand. You just yeah, I was like, oh. I was like, I, I should have just taken it with I you. Just fucking eat this. I was thinking about that. I was like, do I just put this in my car and then just have it's like chicken a bag fingers? Of like chicken it doesn't fingers. go bad. Yeah, it only gets better. I think right. Just you made a bad decision. I know. Now you should feel guilty about it. I made up for it though, because right after eating so much food that I wasn't that I had to throw some away. Uh, I got to the movie theater and got Raisinets. So there you go. Yeah, they Good didn't have you, coffee. Man. I was pissed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, movie theater coffee. You're not missing out on much. Oh, it's really bad. But that's all. Have we have we discussed that that little trick? What? Uh, sometimes when you go to the movies, every now and then, just you don't have to do it every time. Uh, get a coffee. Oh, I, I've done it for sure. Yeah, but you didn't you didn't need it for that movie to stay awake. Right. Right. I went to back-to-back movies two weeks in a row, mm-hmm. and I had to get coffee because I thought I was going to fall asleep, and I was afraid. I think I said this on the podcast at the time, but um, I got a coffee for Mad Max Fury Road. Didn't need that. And that <laughs> was, like, utmost drugs. <laughs> that was a fucking drugged-out experience. Um, it's like going on a roller coaster and doing cocaine on the roller coaster. Yes. Uh, I have a splinter. What do I do? You take it out. How do you do that? Uh, tweezers. Yeah, I know, but it's. I just. I haven't had a splinter in like forever, and I got it, and I like bit the area around mm-hmm. the. You know that? Yep. Like try to. Yep. And that didn't take. And then okay. I was like, okay, I'll just leave How it the alone. Fuck did you get a splinter. And now I feel like that's pretty hard to do. A few these hours days. later, it fucking sucks. And then a few hours later, like my thumb hurts. Oh, What's that about? How did you get a splinter in 2017? That seems like a pretty hard thing to do. Uh, just an old ass railing. Oh, ew. Yeah. So like that's. <laughs> I think that it's. What we'll, we'll like sliding your hand on this old ass railing? Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, it was grapefruiting the railing. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it. Uh, I don't even know, but it sucks. And now, look, see this little. Doesn't look good. Nope. Nope. Do you think that something's happening there? I think that whatever this is happening, we should move on. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think this is a insane content. <laughs> this is really good. I uh, I just can't stop looking at it, and uh, it stinks. And also, now I was in spin class, and uh, during arms, yeah, I oh, you did arms, nice yeah, good for you, man. Yeah, during arms, <laughs> uh, I couldn't uh, fully hold the bar. That was your excuse, and man. I was like, well. I was going to start lifting this week, but guess I can't do that because I got a splinter. Um, Man, stop. I have an injury. Yeah. I got to take a break from working out. I got an injury. I'm on the disabled list. I'm, Dude, if I were a fucking pitcher, I would go on the DL right now. I mean, you got to take out the splinter first. Do I have to take like if I just leave the splinter no, alone? If you leave it alone, yeah. what happens is that like a, you just grow into a tree. No, it's 
It's like swallowing a watermelon seed. <laughs> a watermelon patch just grows in your stomach. Was that a thing people yeah, used to tell you? That's that's like what all what adults used to tell you when you were a kid. Adults a, are fucking pieces of work. <laughs> yeah, real pieces of it's shit. It's such a good move, though. Like if if you're unfortunate enough uh, to have had kids, it's like well, might as well entertain myself might as well and just fuck like with them yeah, and ruin their like, lives. Lie to these dumb idiots and like a bunch of bunch of those asshole adults got together and made an episode of the Rugrats that completely surrounded around swallowing a watermelon seed and then visually showed the watermelons growing in one of the kids' stomachs. This uh, just makes me think of one of my favorite Always Sunny episodes, uh, Mac and Dennis Break Up. Oh, yeah. That was and, a great episode. Uh, when Mac and Dennis are talking again at the end of the episode uh, and Dennis says that he ate an apple with seeds he asks him what he should do and mac very like calmly because like it's breaking the silence when they haven't spoken to each other so it's a little tense he says smoke cigarettes (laughs) the smoke will suffocate the toxins (laughs) so good oh my god that's uh i i just love the i'm not allowed thing you know not allowed yeah what do you mean uh dennis He's eating an apple, and he he asks D to uh, to peel it. And uh, is it the seeds or the skin? He's not supposed to. I think it's the skin, actually. Uh, he asks D to peel it. Uh, she's like, because Mac always peels it for him, and she's like, "Why don't you just eat the skin?" And goes, because I'm not allowed. To. <laughs> it's so good. All right. Uh, so uh, let's do friends from college, or should we do? Let's do reviews first. Let's do reviews. Yeah, um, we didn't read them on Friday. Yeah, uh, we had a we had a pretty heavy episode on Friday, uh, but the feedback was awesome. Feedback was fucking dope. We got a lot of emails that uh, we haven't responded to yet, but we're going to. Um, and that's just a timing thing. That would have been really mean of us to be like, like hey, hey, reach out. Reach out we're and here for you. Ju- and then, and just, then just ignore them. Just ghost them. <laughs> that's not a good thing. This was a, an elaborate way just for us to remind you who's boss. <laughs> um, no, we, I mean, we got, we got a bunch of emails. They were great. Uh, we'll get back to everybody. And uh, a lot of stuff on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it, was, uh, it was like a very, very uh, encouraging thing. That that people shared it and were like, "This is great." Yeah, that the coolest thing about it was that different for us. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the coolest thing about that was a lot of people said like they could identify with certain parts of mm-hmm. it, and they would say like, "Oh, especially this thing," and or like especially that thing. And my kind of reaction to that is uh, not in a dickish way, but like I know, like I probably could have guessed, like I, like, I for. For and I tweeted this uh, very poorly phrased, but like for as weird as you probably think your shit is, somebody like definitely other people, and that goes for like everything, everything, yeah. And that's when people say that's when people say like, oh, this guy's so relatable. It's he talks about shit, or he or she talks about shit that you thought you were the only person that dealt with. Exactly, exactly. So uh, that was that was really cool. I'm very glad that we did that and i did i definitely didn't want it to come across as um not not pandering but like uh kind of just jumping on the like hey everybody take care of yourself right to kind of happens train um because i mean it's a it's a serious thing but it's something that 
I I'm not I don't at all surprised when someone that of else you is... because you've been saying shit. You've like you've alluded to shit like that for a while. Yeah, that you, yeah. That you deal with shit. Yeah, and, that's and... Uh, that's actually the only thing uh, that I would want someone to kind of know a, about me. You know, like, like yeah, because then when something happens and you like are forced to get real, yeah. you don't want people like accusing you or saying like, well. Like like you said, like people jump on that bandwagon where they're like, uh, "Yeah, dude, take care of yourself, whatever." Yeah. Like that. That's why I kind of just deferred to you because I don't deal with the same yeah. level of shit that you do. <laughs> so I was just like, "Here, this is your forum. Say whatever you need to say." Yeah, and uh, yeah, so it was. Uh, I think it was definitely worth doing, and uh, a lot of people said that like that would have been Nicole's favorite episode and knowing how she responded to our type of stuff I would definitely agree um right. so I thought it was it, it was, was great it was cool that we were able to do that and it's really cool that everybody uh Received liked it, well. it. Yeah. so uh thank you all for that we're working on something um so we can we're working on something merch-wise that will uh, benefit some cause in uh, Nicole's name. So keep an eye out for that. Let us get to the reviews. Uh, I finally figured this shot out by Lord nice. Doe. Uh, looks like you didn't because you mis- misspelled shit. Mm. Uh, I usually listen on SoundCloud, so very concerned when that goes away. Apparently it's not, by the way. SoundCloud tweeted out something like "we're gonna st- we're sticking around" or something. Well, like, like that, Chance so. the Rapper saved it. Yeah, did he? Yeah, I, didn't I don't see know how, happened. but he okay. did. Uh, cool. Uh, you guys are like my seventh and sixteenth best friends. Uh, you can try to guess who is who. And I'm even holding off my second workday poop for the remaining 15 minutes of the episode I'm listening to at the moment. That's how good brunch is. Also, highly recommend following most of their guests on Twitter. Brunch Twitter is best Twitter. DJ would probably disagree with that. He thinks basketball Twitter is best Twitter. I am falling in love with basketball <laughs> Twitter. Good stuff, says Steven Victor. I follow Pete on Twitter, but never knew he had a pod with someone. That's very Glad I checked it out. To you. Sub. <laughs> Sub someone. Not even that. That was just like a... You don't, you don't want to like develop that thought anymore? <laughs> just what? Like, oh, right. It's like, I began to listen to the podcast. It's good. Good good day. And there's another guy. (laughs) Does it even say it's good or anything? Like what? Uh, Glad Glad I checked checked it out. out. Subbed. That's all we need. Uh, Subscribe. Thanks. Long time listener, first time caller by Nolan Boy Forty Seven. For a long time, I thought DJ Bean was a nickname, and the DJ stood for disc jockey. Even as I type this out, I'm not fully convinced otherwise. Five out of five stars. Keep making dope podcasts. Sweet. Cantaloupe is the best fruit by Steinpal. I like this guy. Great show, guys. Pete, have you guys considered video content? It's what the people want. Yes, we're working. These on are it. people just, just directly speaking up. to me, yeah. by the way. <laughs> they're, just, they're leaving it's reviews. The fucking internet, man. It's your forum. <laughs> Pete and somebody else. Uh, great podcast by Hunter Crumpley. This is a podcast that I always look forward to. I was hoping to hear your guys' opinion on Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi was like one of my first favorite rappers. Really? Yeah. I fucking love Kid Cudi. Awesome. Also, great Kid Cudi line in Friends from College when, uh, uh, what's it, Lisa's husband, mm-hmm. or not Lisa, um, 
what's the I don't know the the fair lady the who, main woman <clears throat> yeah the rich lady and yeah. her husband when they're in the uh, they're having the house party at their vacation house and they're yelling at each other and they want to know how the kid said the c word. And the, the father oh, said yeah. he was listening to Kid Cudi in my car. And she was like, he's not supposed to be listening to Kid Cudi. He should be listening to uh, Ralphie. Should be listening to, or he should be listening to Raffy. Yeah. And he was like, everybody knows Raffy sucks. He likes Kid Cudi better. <laughs> I laughed out loud at that point. So That's because it's a good show. It is. Uh, I'm going to start this one but not be able to finish it because I screen grabbed it and I didn't get all of it. Uh, wait, let's see, actually. Um, yeah, so... Uh, a mostly enthusiastic five stars by Jazza the Bunny. I wanted to give Pete and DJ less than five stars solely on the basis of their frankly appalling opinions on Chris Evans relative to the other Chris's, but my enjoyment of the every other aspect uh, of every other aspect of the podcast made that seem unfair. Brunch is often a bright spot in a boring workday for or a busy, and then who knows what else she said. So. Or a busy commute. I oh. tried listening to it at the gym, and I had to stop because I was laughing too much. And my roommates can tell Pete and DJ apart by, by voice alone because I've shared so many parts of episodes with them. For music recs, pop culture updates, or even just one dude relentlessly torturing another by pretending to misunderstand him for six straight minutes, Brunch is the best podcast, period. Two thumbs up. That was a great fucking moment. <laughs> that I, Fuck off. I've got, like, everyone... Every person that I talk to, that I like, know or speak to, that listens to the podcast, uh, like specifically pointed to that part and was like, "That was fucking golden content." Fuck off. <laughs> like that was. I ate that so much. I thought that was so funny. Uh, follow us, subscribe to us, leave us a review, five stars, give us some comments, feedback on iTunes. Search us. It's brunch. You know where to find us. Just, yes. just do it. Uh, I'm T-Pain. Y'all know me. I went to Kendrick Lamar uh, last night. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, I know, because you come to yourself he, over the text messages every was, fucking five minutes. He was fucking great. Uh, <laughs> I will say, I saw your uh, I saw your Instagram stories of the concert, mm-hmm. and I usually fucking hate when people upload uh, Instagram videos or Snapchat videos from concerts. It's so fucking annoying. Because it's like loud. And yeah. It's like, ah. Uh, it was worth it for the visuals, because the visuals and the shit that he was doing mm. at that show looked insane. Uh, he was like riding a. What, no, was that it? was Travis Scott. Oh, really? Travis was it? Scott was riding was a, like a fucking eagle, mechanical or eagle. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Not riding, standing yeah. on top of it. That looked dangerous as shit. Yeah, he had a harness. Okay, and uh, uh, I was with awesome. some coworkers, and one of them was like, "He's got a harness on. Do you think he's going to jump off?" And I said, "You know who would definitely jump off." Guy from the Chainsmokers. <laughs> yeah, he would. <laughs> Loves jumping off shit. Like, if that guy ever goes to a Travis Scott show, he's going to be like, hey, I, I have an idea. <laughs> he's like, great show, but yeah. you should have jumped. Yeah, if you considered jumping <laughs> off, just off of anything. Uh, yeah, Travis Scott totally won me over. I was completely indifferent to him going in, and his performance was fucking sick. He was giving them... He was physically putting the mic into the audience not like reaching out like just giving just it to them giving it to people in the audience to sing parts of his songs and then like they would give it back that's uh, risky drum ran into the audience uh okay. during broccoli and a guy ran over seemingly trying to like dap him up or something and he got fucking destroyed by security, by security. like fucking leveled it was amazing wow like, the whole fuck like 17,000 people all were like you could hear everyone go like oh <laughs> that's awesome it was fucking really really cool but um 
the bigger Kendrick story I have is that uh, I went to his pop-up shop where he uh, had some limited edition merch, a one-time only thing. He's doing it in all the cities, um, each stuff for each city. Uh, the merch he made was really cool. I was praying that it wasn't going to be Red Sox and Patriots colors because, quite frankly, uh, those ti- those cl- those colors been tired. Yeah. Um, they were Celtics colors. Nice. So I got a dope ass green long sleeve shirt. Got a fun little t shirt. Uh, How much did that run you? It was eighty dollars for those two things. For those two things, and I wanted yeah. I wanted uh, he had two dad hats. And my original plan was going to be to get one of each dad hat and uh, the long sleeve shirt. All the hats were gone by the time oh, I got in. Man, yeah, because you spent fucking all day in line, huh? And we got so this was my first uh, like line waiting experience because um, you're not a sneakerhead, exactly. So it was very similar to a, a sneaker uh, sneaker drop. Uh, it opened at 11 a.m. I, my friends and I went to an 8 a.m. spin class and then walked over. So we were in line like by 9.30 and we did not get in until like 3. Jesus. The line moved absurdly slow because they would let like, they probably let like like, what? Like five to 10 people in at a time. And they could just browse as long as they wanted to? No, like it was like 15, like you were in there for 15 minutes. Okay. And then you are gone. But, it, like, you couldn't... It, did they it, kick you out, or did they, like, say, like, time no, to go? Or you would that, ch- just check out. Okay. Like, you walk in, they give you a menu, and mm-hmm. uh, you can look at the things, and then you go back and you give them your menu with what you want, and then they bring the shit. But it was, yeah, so it was basically, like, groups of, like, five to... Or, like, ten to fifteen people in there for 15 minutes piece and then they would just turn the people over and bring in more folks and yeah so we were seriously waiting all fucking day did you find out how uh how like how early the first people in line were no but we were saying uh the takeaway is be the first person in line because if you're gonna wait uh like Let's see, nine. If you're gonna wait, wait like I don't know, five like, hours, like five six to hours, six hours, may as well get there and be the first person there and get out and make sure you get what you want. Exactly. So just choose to make the six hours spent getting up way earlier. Yeah. Uh, but my takeaway from it is, uh, I would recommend it. <laughs> Seriously, I would. You recommend, look like you were having fun. I would recommend like one ridiculously long line waiting experience for everybody that's it what i had weird, at Lollapalooza. Like, i liked it what's that i had it at Lollapalooza last year when? the first day first day we were in line for like probably like a, an hour and a half oh really yeah yeah that that unfortunately uh, one in the day, baking hot sun yeah one day at oceaga it was like it was like two and a half hours oh god. and we missed like all sorts of shit oh it was god the worst yeah uh that's that's. I feel like we don't talk about that with music festivals. That's the one drop or one of the drawbacks with music festivals lines. is that the the lines to get in can be fucking chaotic. Uh, but if it's a good festival like Lollapalooza, they'll have way too many food stands, so you'll never have to fucking wait in line for that. Um, speaking of concerts, uh, we did indeed use uh the i use the Ticketmaster voucher we're gonna go to hartford and see counting crows and matchbox 20 
Yeah, so we exciting. are. And we're making Rob Thomas t-shirts. We're going to make... So our plan is we're going to make like a lot of Rob Thomas t-shirts, uh, snap a lot of pictures, have a lot of costume changes. Uh, some of the shirts might play off the other shirts. It's going to be really exciting. And we could give them away. That's what I was away. thinking. Afterwards, like, what should we do with them? Like, we I can... think like we should we could give them away if we run into any Bruntunchables at the show, and there have been some that said that they're going to be there already. So. That's true. Yeah, we could. Yeah, like we'll we could do like maybe a little like meetup type thing. Who knows? Um, so, um, friends from college, you saw it confirmed. Ringer's done. Good, good show. Good, good show. Yeah. Um, I I mean, like, definitely not a definitely not the perfect show. Um, but I, I highly enjoyed it. I thought it was fucking funny. Yeah. It was really funny, and uh, I really, really enjoyed the cast. The The main drawback, like we said on Friday, that a lot of people seem to have with it is that, like, the peop- like it shows adults that aren't good people. Yeah. But you know what else was a show that showed adults that weren't good people? Friends. Friends. Seinfeld. Every show. Yeah. Friends, Seinfeld, fucking Always uh, Sunny. Always sunny. <laughs> Like every show that's worth a damn because yeah. nobody wants to watch good people on a television screen. That's just boring and, and it's not funny. Also, what do you expect? Like, have you not ever seen your friends get together with their friends right? from college and you want to fucking hate? Like, you want to kill them? Yes. And when you're with your, your friends from college, you know that any new people in the mix want to kill all you guys. What was your favorite episode? Uh, I don't know. I watched them so quickly. My favorite episode for sure was the party bus episode and the wine tasting episode because it reminded me so much of my fucking friends from college and like a bunch of friend groups that I know from college just because it's like there's so many ups and downs in a day with those people where you're like, I fucking love these people. And then there's different points where you're like, God, I fucking hate these people. Just get them away from me. And like shit can go either way. Yeah. And Uh, that was like the perfect encapsulation of that in that episode. Yeah. I don't get like we're in this day and age where relatable is like the hot, sexy thing. It really is. Master of none. Yeah. uh, Friends from college. And someone someone makes a show that is that you fucking know is real. Like, you know that shit's true and you're like, nope, they're too unlikable. Bull fucking shit. I know that I I can fucking guarantee you. Like I had different friend groups in college who would like observe me with a cert with like a certain other friend group, and they'd be like, like "Oh my god, you guys are yeah. fucking the worst when you right. all get together." And that's the that's that's true. Like you you don't a lot of those things don't change. They all revert back to like the same shit. Because if you don't see people for it's, I mean. We saw that in the uh, in the girls trip movie. If you don't see people for a while and then you get back together, you just naturally revert back to the people that you were when you develop those relationships. It's like when Walt is explaining uh, to Gus Fring how why uh, the stew he's eating reminds him of childhood. Remember? I don't remember that scene when they break to bread re-watch. together. To rewatch Breaking Bad when Gus invites Walter over for dinner. Uh, they make he makes a stew. And as he's as they're eating it, he says, uh, "Like these uh, ingredients individually mean nothing to oh, me, okay. but with this specific recipe, I can it I, I can like I can see like uh, like my mom. I can yeah. I get put right back in that same place." And he says, like just offhand, like rhetorically, uh, like how is that possible? Yeah. And Walt, like very serious, is like, "Well." 
it starts in the whatever and he explains like the whole thing like this signal Chemistry, sent there yeah. and then he says he's like i think it's called relational memory but my biology's rusty and gus is like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> uh, definitely gonna kill this guy. yeah right like man i can't believe that we're gonna be trying to kill each other very very uh quickly uh, uh yeah, yeah. Um, one of my favorite episodes was the wedding episode Dude, I was gonna. I was just going to say that was my least favorite episode. I loved it because I I loved Fred Savage's character. Fred Savage's character in that episode was pretty good because he's I was, the only one that goes through a breakup as a result of it, which is which like that, wild to say. The, yeah, like so that's that's like the exciting thing for me to watch in that show because you would think that that's the story that you tell, right? Like. All these people are have like have kind of moved on, and they're just only acting like shitheads now because all these people are back, and because of the thing that we just talked about, like you revert back to all your old shit. Like that, I feel would have been a more interesting story if like their new relationships with people outside of college are being destroyed right, because by of yeah the, the friend group. So like that's what I found to be the best storyline. Um, Billy Eichner was awesome. Best character in the show, or best performance in the show. Yeah, maybe. I I, I thought that Fred Savage was so fucking good. When he gives the speech, uh, yeah. when he's giving the, the, yep. the toast at the wedding, and uh, Keegan-Michael Key, like, the whole time is like, these, are, these aren't jokes. What is he saying? Like, none of this, <laughs> Why is this, this makes so sense. Well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does he say? He says, like, I guess Orange is the new bridesmaids, and, like, the place fucking goes nuts. And he's like, that doesn't... That's what the fuck is that? Keegan Michael Key is so infuriating in that series, just because like he always needs to be in control and needs to be like the he needs to be, he's the control freak. He needs to control the room always, and it's so so annoying. Yeah, but it's that's who his character is. Yeah, he's well. I mean, he not to put on my uh, psychologist hat, but he clearly is in dire need of attention and mm-hmm. validation, right. which is why he sleeps with two women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, uh, I liked it. I had, I just had like very few complaints and that people were fucking rushing to be like, aha, it was a bad show. Yeah. Like, like I don't, they, were be, they were rushing to be disappointed when there was really not much to be disappointed by in this. Like I'm, I'm already kind of foaming at the mouth for season two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if, if I just feel like if people knew what the premise was, because I didn't know, I just knew that it was about friends from college. And if you were told going into it, like... I thought it was going to be like this silly-ass, like, dumb sitcom. I If you had told me, like, it's about um, two people move to New York City where a lot of their friends from college live and now suddenly this friend group is reunited and it's fucking leaving bodies in its wake. Yeah. I'd be like, okay. And I would Hell expect yeah. yeah <laughs> and I would expect that like maybe the characters won't be super likable right. because of course, like I said, like when you see people get together with their old friends and they're doing like these fucking inside jokes and all this shit. I think I think where like the, the issue might be is that they cast like a lot of likable people. Yeah. And then you you expect them not to like them. Kobe Smolders just too damn adorable to be in any sort <laughs> right? of situation. Billy Eichner. 
Yeah. I mean, how do you not like that guy? But Billy Eichner is he's the one light, guy. He's yeah, he's the most the likable guy <laughs> on the show. And even, like, I don't know. I, I thought the Fred Savage's character was hilarious. Uh, one of the things that bothered me about the show was that they kept calling themselves the friend group. Yes. That's, Who the fuck does that? Yeah. Unfortunately, everyone calls it the crew or the yeah, squad. Yeah, the friend crew or yeah. like the friend group. It's, yeah. Nobody does that. Yeah. It's... Uh, that would you point that out? That's a that's a really weird look. Like, did somebody along the way should have been like, can we can we stop this calling ourselves the friend group? Yeah, it's yeah, it's not. Uh, Nobody does that. Yeah, not very great. Um, it's a Bodie Ho. 